Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, I am Terry, and I'm a 100-pounder. And um, thank you so much for asking me to share. I really appreciate that. Um, I just want to just maybe start with um, just uh, describing myself a little. I'm going to put myself back on gallery view. Um, um, I walked into the rooms of OA um, in 2008, February 5th of 2008, to be exact. And I was 340 pounds and I was dying. And, um, and I was only going up. Um, I wasn't going down and my best thinking got me to 340. I didn't start out at 340, but I got up to 340. I never thought I'd be 200. I never thought I'd be 250. I never thought I'd be 300. So I realized at 340 that I will probably be 350. And it took me about eight years. So um, a neighbor of mine told me about, um, and this is, this is my picture. Hopefully you can see that. So this is my piece see that so that's me um in 2008 and then this this one here is me in june um and i'm um down 150 pounds and um and i didn't do it um i show it but i didn't do it um but i heard about um oa from a neighbor who told me that she didn't eat flour and sugar and da, 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 da. And I was just like, good for you. I didn't say that, but that was my thought. Good for you. And, um, cause I'm polite. I wouldn't say that. I would think it, but I wouldn't say it. And, um, and that was eight years prior to me actually walking through the doors of OA. And it wasn't until I was on my knees, like virtually on my, I was just, I was mentally on my knees. I, 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 couldn't figure it out. And I was like, what was that thing that she told me? And um, I went into a, went into a meeting. Um, and I remember going into a meet. I remember before I walked in the meeting, I was early, which was kind of ironic. I was sitting in the parking lot. And, um, and I promised myself three things. One is that I wouldn't sit in the back of the room. Two, if there was an opportunity to share, I would share. And three, I would stay to the end. So I walked into the room, it was in a circle. So I couldn't sit in the back. That was God. The second one, I, I there was an opportunity to share. I shared, I raised my hand, I shared, and I remember crying. I remember saying all I wanted was a big snicker. And people nodded and smiled in understanding. Like, I didn't want a regular snicker. I wanted a big snicker, those big king size. Yeah, those big king size snickers. And, um, and people nodded in, in, and, and that was like, like one of the worst things I could ever say, like no one else in life would have understood that at all. And um, I thought I would have gotten that puppy sad face where the people, they go, oh, what can I do for you? But like, it was understanding. And, and in that moment, I knew I was with my people. And then I stayed to the end and I couldn't tell you who spoke. Someone spoke, people said things in the room. I couldn't tell you what they said. And people were very cordial and very nice. And they talked to me. And there was like about three or four ladies that were at the, you know, like who spoke to me. I couldn't tell you who they were, but there was a lady as she was walking out the door, she touched my arm and she said, keep coming back. 
And so that's what I've been doing since February 5th of 2008. I've been doing it imperfectly, but I, I just keep coming back because the answers are here. Because I've tried it. I've tried so many things, all those things that everybody said. Thanks so much for all the speakers, Monica, Natalie, Kurt, and Tony. You all were amazing. And um, as Tony said, this is, you know, like the, the steps that I'm talking about are the maintenance steps. So it's really, this is what we're, you know, this is how, how, how I live basically. So, um, you know, for those people who are struggling or don't want to <laughs> um, keep coming back. Um, Someone told me, I remember somebody sharing in the rooms, you don't gotta wanna. So um, so that's what what I do. So that's really what 10, 11, 12 are. It's like you don't gotta wanna, you just have to keep doing it. Um, and think about it that way with it. But yes, these are the maintenance steps. So um, so I've have nine, about nine years of, of abstinence. So if you do the math, I haven't been abstinent, you know, I wasn't struck abstinent as I walked into the room. Um, this is my second abstinence. Um, and um, the first is different from the second. And um, I'm grateful. Like it, it, it just keeps um, morphing um, in all the ways that my higher power wants it to. And I keep, keep surrendering all the way through. So um, what I, so I need to just kind of share that, like, this is, this is how it's worked. And I, everything has done imperfect. Everything I say is imperfect. None of this is perfect because what I want life to be is perfect. My, my idea of perfection. And what I also know is that um, truthfully, if I look at it, that whenever I do things perfectly, people don't like it. <laughs> they don't like it. And um, so I have to surrender like how things are supposed to look, how things are supposed to be, what people need to say, what people need to do, what I need to do. Like I have to surrender. And that's, I have to say, that's probably like some of my biggest work that I have to do. Like I didn't um, let go of weight as, as someone else said, I didn't lose it because I know if I lost it, I can pick it up tomorrow. I can pick it up right now, actually. I got, you know. It, it, it could be on as fast as it could be on pretty quickly. I'll put it that way. So, um, so I've let go of 150 pounds and I've done that, um, through surrender. Yeah. And I equate each pound is like a, like if surrender had a weight, I have let go 150 pounds of surrender. Like each pound is a pound of surrender. Um, and I continue to do that. I continue to surrender and I surrender in ways I don't even know that I have to or do or have to do it on, ongoingly. Um, so I'm going to just talk about um, step 10, continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, properly admitted it. So it, so that's like step um, four and five. And what I use is something that my sponsor um, suggested that I use. This is another surrender. I'm taking suggestions. <laughs> I don't do things my way, which I totally want to do. Um, but it was a, it's a daily journal that um, I, that my sponsor gets from region seven. And so um, I just picked that up and it's like two pages. And so there's like a morning review and an evening review. And uh, this is just one page. You can't really see, but um and I don't do this on it. I don't do this um, every day, but um, 
it's, you know, I, I write, I can write down my food. My food is, um, I use the tools all the time. Like the tools are my life. Like before my, my idea of, um, of like living life. Do we talk about food? Can I mention a food here? Okay. Thanks. So, um, so I got to 340 pounds because I love fat. Um, and uh, my food of choice, I live in the South, the, um, I live in um, Southern California. And my food of choice is Tommy's. It's a Tommy's, it's a chili cheeseburger. It's, a, it's chili. So I just love fat, chili. And so I would get um, chili cheeseburgers, chili cheese fries, chili cheese, anything chili, right? That was my thing. And I'd eat it. And I remember I would, um, I would go to this place that was like in the valley, which was literally 40 miles, about 40 miles away from my house. And I would take it and I would, I would go there and I hated going to the valley. Uh, hopefully there's nobody here that lives in the valley, Southern California, but um, I apologize if I do, but um, I would, drive there and I drive back and I eat it and I would go into a food coma and that was my tool for living so if people if I was angry at somebody if I was tired if I was fun, whatever it was that was my tool for living was a chili cheeseburger or was chili fat um that was my preference and now I have these amazing loving tools that I use on a regular basis basis um a plan of eating so I use the I I, use, I eat the same things for the most part every day because I'm a creature of habit, not because I have to. Um, I have, a, I have a, um, a fitness coach who helps me with my food. I have a sponsor um, who, who has taken me through the steps. Um, and um, I'll just go through that one. Anyway, the plan of eating. So, and I also, I serve, I serve on the board and I served on the board and I go to meetings and all the things and um, I kind of lost my train of thought, but um, what I wanted, uh, hold on. so when I, when I, I'm going to, I'm going to switch gears. So so just so just bear with me. So when I um, when I use this journal, um, um, I write down what I want beforehand because if I if in the middle of the day I have this brilliant idea of okay, because what I when I when I um, when I was not abstinent, I had what I call these food bubbles where like I would have a thought of food, and then it was my intention to just hunt for it. And that's what I would eat for the day um, or whenever it would happen. So, um, so by me writing down my food, it just keeps me sane. Um, like I said, I'm a creature of habit, but sometimes if I don't want something that's on my plan of eating, I don't do that. I will, um, I have a list of things that are sane um, of what I eat. Um, so also on in this journal, there is a section for gratitude. So I identify those things that I'm grateful for um, on a daily basis. You know, the first one is actually written in and it's abstinence. And I'm grateful for my nine years of abstinence. Um, and, you know, there's enough for like five, you know, like I can, however many things that I'm grateful for. 
um, and it just keeps me present. Um, and then there's also a section for something that I like about myself, because for me, I'm my worst critic. I want to, you know, I can easily beat myself up over just the smallest things or even the, the, the worst things. Um, so I'm able to be present and write those things down. And then another section is something that, um, something to keep in mind today. And um, what I always wanna keep in mind today is that I have to trust God because if I'm left to my own devices, um, the, the train will go off the rails like immediately. So, um, so every year since um, 2017, I have um, practiced the year of yes, because before, before program um, and before my abstinence, I was a no. Like if I couldn't figure out how things were gonna go, I was a no. So, um, so I surrender and I, and my, my belief is that my higher power has directed things to go a certain way. And so things happen in divine order. So I am a yes, because it's not up to me to pick how things go. So, um, so I trust God. I trust my higher power who I call God, um, in all things, um, including sharing, which I which I, I'm, I'm not a fan of, but um, I do this because program saves my life. Um, you know, if I do the math, I was gaining about 10 pounds a year. Um, and I've been at, and I can't do the math right now, but I'd be well over, I'd be somewhere in the four to 500 pounds if I had, I lived. So this, this program saves my life. And so I have to surrender like on a daily basis, on a, on a moment to moment basis. So, um, and then I write. So, um, so, uh, and I write every day. Um, and this is one of, one of the things that I, that helps me to learn how to write or what to write. And this I got from the Voices of Recovery. It's on um, July 14th of Voices of Recovery. Because I sometimes I always say I, sometimes I say to myself I don't know what I need to write I don't I don't know how to write I don't know what to write so this really spoke to me so this is from July 14th by setting down our grievances in black and white we place a boundary around them this is from the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous on page 71 writing has been part of my recovery from the beginning I start my day with prayer on my knees followed by writing. My writing is a continuation of my prayer time because it takes the form of a letter to my higher power. I lay out whatever is going on with me, my fears, my concerns, my questions, my failures, my successes. Instead of thoughts floating around in my head with no beginning and no end, they assume shape and size when I write them down. More often than not, without um, within a short time, I receive answers to my questions, comfort for my failures, in other words, whatever I need. My problems don't seem so large when they have boundaries. I gain new perspectives on things and see solutions where before I only saw chaos. Today, I'm willing to spend 15 minutes putting down on paper what is going on in my head so that I can see more clearly and gain sanity. So that's how I write. Um, and, and sure enough, what was written here is what comes true. And 
sometimes I have to write more often, you know, not just once, I have to write multiple times, but it's okay because that's just how things go. You know, it's just, it's me doing things, not my way, but doing things my higher power way, my higher power's way or God's way. Um, and trusting that I will be provided for and trust. So um, the word trust just came to me. So trust doesn't come easily for me. And it, but doing these steps and being in this program, it's allowed me to trust. It's allowed me to trust you. It's allowed me to trust um, the program. It's allowed me to trust the steps. It's allowed me to trust my sponsor. Um, and um, and it comes slowly, but I'm so grateful for the ability to trust because before I was left up to my own devices and that's just not a good place to be. <laughs> um, it's just, uh, it's just bad. It's just a bad place. So, um, and I have to keep looking back on my experiences in order to, re to remind myself that, oh, I can trust, I can trust my higher powers taking care of me in every situation. Um, and I have to let go that it's supposed to look a certain way. And I have to continue to do that over and over again. Okay, so um, on the, um, this, I'm still talking about step 10. So in the evening, in the evening review, what I do um, for step 10 is um, I, I, I still use this journal and, um, and there is a today, and it's, this is basically from the, they're, they're taking this from, from the big book. So um, there's an there's a a question. It says today I was, and if you're if I'm resentful, I can write out when how I was resentful, um, how I was selfish, and if I wasn't, that's fine. Um, if I was dishonest, and if I was jealous, um, if I was fearful, which is losing um, of of losing something or not getting what I want or being found out. And um, I can write those things out so I can just be present and just let them go. And then where I was irritable, restless, and discontent. Um, and then the question I, I, I answer is, um, was I kind and loving towards all? And I can say no or yes. And I can, I can write out that, um, how I was or wasn't. Um, do I owe an apology? Um, what did I do for others? Um, that's a big one, um, just to be present and yeah, pay it forward and surrender. And what could I have done better? And what did I um, what did I do well? Which is a loving question to ask myself. So um, so I, once I do that, then I will um, I will pray and um, and then see if I was resentful, then I will write the opposite and I will replace resent, um, resentment with forgiveness or fearful with faith and trust, um, dishonesty with honesty, um, et cetera. And then I would um, I say the serenity prayer. And um, more often than not, in fact, I think every time I've done this, um, I've always found, found peace, whereas before I did have some difficulties. So 
Um, so that's pretty much how I work step 10. Um, it is a, it is a maintenance step. So it's just like four and five. And, um, sometimes I can't just write this out and let it go. And I've got to talk to somebody and using the, um, the tools, I will also, for some reason, I need to really kind of get it out. Um, I have a God squad. I have people that, um, that I speak to on a regular basis that I can share with and, um, be honest with, and they can hear me and I can hear them. And for me, that is everything. And I have to practice, I have to practice because the phone is so difficult for me. Like I didn't like the phone before OA, but, um, you know, like it is what it is, but I, I pick up the phone. Not only do I pick up the phone, I'm on the hotline for the OALAIG. <laughs> so like I have like 24/7 hotline. So they it, this is this whole program is about surrender, right? So like you know like I pick up the phone. I pick up the phone. Um and and because I pick up the phone it makes it it makes it easier for me to call out when I am struggling. Um, I heard um, in another fellowship, but it, it still applies here, is that I move at the rate of pain. So if my pain is great, I'm gonna move like a demon. Um, and um, another one, which also resonates, which basically the same thing is that, you know, like, um, you know, I move when, when my back is against the wall and the wall is on fire. Like it can't just, it can't just be <laughs> like my back can't just be on the wall, but um, yeah, it's just, yeah. So for me, serenity, letting go, surrender, the word surrender, I have a, um, I heard a definition of surrender, which is the one that I, that I keep. Um, I always thought of surrender as being like a loss or a failure. Um, but instead someone said, um, it's moving over to the winning side. And that really works for me because my side is not the winning side. Um, but I'm there and, and it's amazing the growth and the blessings that I get from um, this program. I mean, uh, they're just, they're just never ending. Um, I also share that um, I have a fitness coach. Like I didn't exercise before this, Are you kidding me? I didn't exercise, but um, now I exercise. Like I have this, this person who I work out with on a, on a regular basis. We work out like five days a week. That's why I'm in what I'm, I'm in because I work out now. Um, and that wouldn't have been possible without program. Um, I couldn't have a fitness coach without program. Like I can have a way, but I couldn't have a fitness coach without program. Um, because my, I feel like that was divine. I, I met this person in 2017 and um, that was kind of the start of my year of yes, because I realized that God was doing for me what I could not do for myself. And he does that all the time. And I also realize is that my higher power is patient with me. So he will bring people to my life 
over and over again, not the same people, but other people to help me. And, and I think about that and I was like, wow, I was like, I was like, if, if I was, I couldn't be my higher power because if somebody, you know, if I offered over and over again, I'm like, okay, fine. You don't want to do it. I'm done. You know, but my higher power doesn't work that way. My higher power is loving. My higher power is saying, okay, are you ready for it now? Please say yes. If not, I will send somebody to you again, or I will, or I will give an intuitive thought or whatever it is. I mean, my, my higher power is patient. My higher power is is loving. My higher power wants the best for me. Um, Terry, I forgot to um, ask you how you wanted to be timed, but you have not, you have eight minutes left. Perfect. Okay, great. (laughs) Okay. I was wondering um, uh, if you can give me um, a four minute warning, that would be great. Okay. Um, So yeah. So I'm talking about um, 10 and 11. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll go into 11s, but that's that's how my higher power works for me. Um, um, 11, um, every morning I get down on my knees and I pray. I love the seven, I love the seven step um, prayer. I, I say the, I say this, I say serenity prayer. I say the second, the seven step prayer. I say the third step prayer. Um, in different variations because I'm in different fellowships now. Um, I was just in this for this fellowship, but I thought my thing was just food. I realized that, um, that sometimes it's not like that and it's okay. Cause, um, uh, this, uh, these, uh, rooms show me a loving way to live. Um, I thought, and okay. And then I also, I mean, not that I really believe this, but, you know, like you think, okay, there's, there's 12 steps at the end, you know, okay, I'm going to graduate or get my cash and prizes or whatever. And it's just done. And, you know, just kind of peace out, but that's not how this works. Um, or, or I'm just going to continue to make, you know, just do maintenance, you know, like in the food area, but now it's like, okay, I think I need some work on relationships. So now I'm in the relationship program. Actually, it's about three minutes, three minutes left. Yeah, I I messed up on messed up on the time. Okay, no problem. For everybody, <laughs> big mess up. Sorry. No problem. So um, so I pray and meditate. Um, I I write as I as I mentioned before, and um, I kind of I lost my train of thought again. Sorry about that. Um, and. Uh, Let's see what else I want to say. I'll just switch gears. Okay, I'm going to talk about um, step 12 um, with the with the last three minutes that I have is um, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to composable readers and to practice these principles in all of our fears. So um because people have seen me and they've seen my transformation, it seems as if people think that I found the magic pill. And um, that's not the case. Um, There was no magic pill. um, And, um, but what I have found was in step 12 is perseverance. Like that's the principle of of step 10. 
Um, and I just keep doing this and I do this imperfectly. And I continue to do it imperfectly. And I don't try and do it perfectly. I don't. Well, I think I, well, maybe I do, but then I have to let that go, right? I have to let go that I can't do this perfectly. And then I do it imperfectly. In fact, one of the tasks that I have every day is to do something imperfectly. Um, so I, I do that. And, um, and then my spiritual practice is important to me. Um, as in the big book, it says, um, we, um, what we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition, which is so true. So I have to get down on my knees. I have to pray. I have to let go. Before I came into this meeting, I had to, you know, like for me, I had to pray. I had to ask God to, um, to, you know, guide my thoughts, my actions, and my will, and to use me so that I can be of service to others. Um, so when I when I share my experience, strength, and hope um, with people inside and outside of these rooms, um, I share from my experience, not necessarily even from the steps, but um, I'm just sharing like how, how the steps have worked in my life, how this program has worked in my life, and um, people are sometimes attracted to that. And so I share about that. And um, and I've also created meetings. I've created, um, I created a um, actually a bi um, an ebony meeting, um, which turned into um, multiple meetings, and um, which was you know fantastic. But that's you know just being of service and um, carrying the message um, in this program. And um, I was at the I was on the board um, in OA. I don't like to speak. I'm a I, I I'm I'm an uncomfortable speaker. I do it because that that's one of the um, that's step twelve is to carry the message. And I and I say yes. I say yes. I say yes, and not necessarily because I wanna, because I don't gotta wanna. I just gotta do it. And so I share and I share honestly, and that's all I got. <laughs> okay. And with that, I'll stop. Thank you. Thank.